the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing in more. Good day, Rob Black and your money. Donald Trump is the $2.2 trillion man. Back in the day, the $6 billion man, Steve Austin, was kind of something special. He could jump really high, he could punch really fast, he could run, well, I guess punch hard, you get the idea. But Donald Trump, $2.2 trillion, and all he's done is just kind of get elected. The Dow's north of 20000 for the first time ever. Um, large cap companies in the S&P 500, tech dominate companies in the NASDAQ sitting at record highs or fresh record highs. All things considered, we've added a lot of paper money, a lot of paper wealth to the United States. Let's talk about Donald Trump and more. Let's bring it on CFP Chad Burton, Mr. Burton, Dow 20,000. You and I are going to be speaking at an event coming up on February 9th. I'm sure people are fascinated with Trump, the presidency, and uh, that psychological 20,000 was kind of nice to hit yesterday. Yeah, I was wondering when the party was going to start because it's been kind of this three-week drawn-out process of getting there. So we've, we've got some PE expansion. Now we just need some reality to all this, right? Sure. And, you know, there's, you know, very real results come from tax cuts for the individuals. You and I will have more money for Nikes and spending at Amazon. Uh, real things do happen from a lot of the proposals, whether it's a trillion-dollar infrastructure, companies like Caterpillar are salivating. Sure, bring on that trillion-dollar infrastructure. Corporate America would benefit from a lot of the proposals that are out there. Of course, they won't all get done. Uh, but we'll talk about that and more at the February 9th event coming up in Berkeley, California. It's a lunch event. It's uh, Retirement Income Strategies and State Planning Seminar. There's a lot of information at newfocusfinancial.com, a lot of good downloads there. When you're signing up for the event, it's lunch from 11 to 1. It's free uh, lunch. Uh, it's a $25 event, but we're giving you the retirement code of Retire123 to get in for free, Retire123. Um, let's shift back to transitioning your portfolio from accumulation to income. I'm seeing more and more articles on this in areas like Kiplinger um, and Forbes. People are, are fascinated with that shift to income and retirement. 
Yeah, and I can't remember which one I read um, over the weekend, but it was kind of like the top five stocks to own in retirement, and two of them were extremely overvalued income plays where they're yeah, their their dividends were over four or five percent, but the debt loads that the company had and the sensitivity to interest rates were really really high. Um, so those kind of articles really get people's attention, and there's been studies that go back to show how kind of poor <laughs> they tend to be over the next two to three years in terms of you know, hey, this is what you should do, and that's probably what you shouldn't do. Transitioning your portfolio from accumulation phase to income phase does not mean just investing only in assets that produce income. It really means transitioning to how do I make sure that I can get through a correction without having to sell at the worst time possible um, and then balancing growth, income, and the type of risk that you should have in your portfolio. Um, getting to that point in retirement, people can be aggressive if they want to, if that's their risk tolerance, but they have to have a, a plan when you get those 10, 15, 20% corrections, which are just part of investing. And if you put your portfolio in the right mode in terms of some safe money and knowing that, hey, when you, the best time to rebalance is typically at tops of markets or at the bottom, bottom is even more important, you, you can get through retirement pretty good. Why is it best to retire uh, to rebalance at the bottom? Because it tends to be the best buying opportunities of your lifetime. Um, gotcha. If you look back in time, and, and there's not a ton of years where the market actually ends up negative at the end of the year, double digits. But the, the years that follow that, I mean, like 73 and 74, the market was down about 40%, but then it was up the next two years over 60%. So what happens is, is the market over the long term is fairly efficient in terms of pricing when you look at a chart over a you know, 10-year period. But in the short term, fear and greed take over, and that's when the opportunities show up, especially on the fear side. Um, so you, you really have to kind of start to learn to invest against your emotions. Like in 2009, a lot of people were really scared and they wanted to sell out, and that was the best time to buy so you and I are going to be speaking at an event, primarily you, at the event on February 9th in Berkeley, California, the Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar. Um, it's a lunchtime event, which we're just getting back into these after years and years and years of, of bypassing them. It's at the Double Tree by Hilton Berkeley Marina, lovely location. Um, great to take the afternoon off afterwards and, and tour Berkeley if you haven't done that in a while. But people could sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Now, Chad, changing topics slightly, um, you know, there's some amazing social security strategies people can use today. Um, social security strategies probably doesn't ring like as a, a, an obvious to a lot of people uh, because a lot of people want to take it as soon as they can. Their strategy is to get free money um, yeah. in their mind. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this. Well, the real amazing strategies, as I've mentioned on the show before, have ended last year. Um, part of the budget that was passed is actually September of 2015, killed what was called the file and suspend strategy for many couples. There's still something called a restricted application where as long as your spouse is receiving benefits, um, you can let your own benefits accumulate and start taking a spousal benefit early while yours you know, kind of mature and go up significantly between your full retirement age and age 70. But the only way you can do that is now you have to be born before January 1st, 1954, currently married or you know eligible for benefits on your spouse's or ex-spouse's record. 
So they've definitely become more complicated, and the strategies have become fewer than there used to be in 2015 and before. But there are still a lot of planning opportunities, especially if you have spouses that you know have very different income levels and very different health situations. Like a lot of times, you want to make sure that even if the higher wage earner is the least healthy and not going to live till they're 80, they still might want to take their benefits at 70 so that then when they pass, their spouse is taken care of. The spouse gets to keep the higher check when one of them dies. So very, very careful strategies. Um, how do they play out in the long term? How does it play out with how much you have in your pre-tax 401k versus can you wait till you're 70? Do you need to do a reverse mortgage if you haven't saved enough? It all kind of blends together. Everybody's a little bit different. So uh, finally, and we've got about two minutes left, so perfect timing, and people can find out more about you and financial planning at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Um, good and bad retirement products. Uh, let's hit some of the products that, that people should steer clear from. Well, 99% of annuities are horrible. Um, there's there's a lot of people trying to sell at the last minute because of the DOL rule. Annuities on the radio and stuff like that. Most commission-based annuities are awful. Then you got people um, that say, I'll never sell an annuity. They're totally awful. It's not true either. There's some really good no-load annuities that provide longevity insurance um, that you can get out of any time you want that don't have commissions involved. Basically, it's a way to take bond money and invest half of it in stocks but get guaranteed income for life. It's longevity insurance. That's one product. Uh, reverse mortgages or other structured note CDs that are out there. Um, as long as they don't come with a big commission or big surrender charges, they can be decent options for a portion, maybe 10 to 20% of a retiree's income. But uh, you got to go to a fee-only fiduciary-based planner um, rather than somebody that sells product. Thanks very much. It's CFP Chad Burke. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Big event coming up, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminars, February 9th, 11 to 1. You can sign up today at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RETIRE123 to get in for free. Otherwise, it's $25. Learn more at newfocusfinancial.com. Now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for being a part of the show. I fight hard to get you good, solid content. I fight hard to keep some of the creepy people off the airwaves. Drives me crazy to see... Some people who obviously have a lot to gain in commissions, whether it be an insurance product or real estate product, to you know try to promote to you fear. Donald Trump said we're in a stock market bubble. Now that he's president, even more so. Don't ruin your retirement by staying in stocks. Stock market just hit an all-time high. The Nasdaq, um, S&P 500. 
uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average. And there's nothing crazy or speculative about names like Goldman Sachs, um, Johnson & Johnson, um, you know, Apple, Nike, Disney. They'll have some bad years for sure, but it's not speculative. Those are brand name companies. Those are blue chip companies. And when I hear people trash the market, it's because typically they're high school educated and they're trying to overcompensate and trying to find a way to get wealthy by um, getting you into a high commission product that you don't need. Sometimes they're very beautiful people. Um, And that's what I worry about. I oftentimes joke on the air that I'd rather have a real estate agent who's, you know, kind of homely, but has been in that market for 30 to 40 years. Um, I don't like and I don't need the pretty and beautiful uh, real estate agent. I don't want or need the real estate agent who will pick me up in a BMW because I'm like, doesn't my money go to paying for that car? Um, you can tell I've got a problem with BMWs. Uh, jobless claims hit 259,000, so that's still pretty good. Things haven't fallen apart yet. Number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits rose more than expected last week, but the underlying trend remained consistent with tightening labor markets. Um, last week's data had some impact uh, tied towards the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Uh, let's bring in a phone call. Who do we have out there? Sergio and Benicia. Sergio. Hello. What's up? Hi. Good morning. Um, Rob, I have a question. Um, I have some um, some extra money that I'm I'm sitting on, and um, oh. I'm refining refinancing two properties uh, that should be closing here in the next couple of days or the next week. I have an option to pay down um, the mortgage just a little bit, and it seems to me that um, if I were to pay down each mortgage around uh, forty-five thousand dollars. I would be saving about, or I would be basically uh, saving about 6% off of those $45,000 each um, because I would be paying about $230 less per mortgage a month. So the way I'm looking at it is um, where can I make a 6% return on my money? And, 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 you know, in essence, that's what I'm doing with this. Uh, sure. I don't know if this is if I'm looking at it wrong or, but the way I look at it, uh, three thousand out of uh, forty-five thousand is about six percent, and that's basically what I would be saving a year if I were to pay this down forty-five thousand dollars, and I have two of them that I can pay down uh, without hurting any of my nest egg or anything at all. Sure, and I think you're bringing up a lot of great points and a lot of good questions, and um, I'm going to trust that you've done the math correctly for you. Yeah. Um, because that was that was kind of going by pretty quickly. But 6%, if it's guaranteed, that's a pretty good number. Um, you tend to pay off any debt over 8%. Don't forget that any debt that you pay off tied towards mortgage, sometimes you lose some tax write-offs, which that should be factored in. Um, anything that you pay off, you also lose to inflation. So let's say you pay off $100,000. If inflation is going to be somewhere between 2 to 4%, that $100,000 that's sitting in the walls... Um, loses 2 to 4% purchasing power on average per year. Um, so that's not horrible. Um, I don't prepay mortgages. Um, I you know, refinance to get the lowest rate possible, but I don't prepay. Um, I hope to die 
with mortgage debt, as long as I'm able to service it, the key tricky point there is the ability to uh, service it. Um, you just saw the Dow hit an all-time high. Uh, the markets tend to double every 7.2 years. So prepaying it now, yes, you're going to save some money instantly. But if you're on the younger side, 20s, 30s, early 40s, you're losing that ability for money to double every 7.2 years in the stock market. Um, and so, in the um, end, six. On, go ahead. On that note, Rob, so I put I do put about um, close to twenty thousand dollars in the market yearly. Uh, Good, excellent. Di- directly into bonds and stocks. So in in that respect, I I have plenty of money uh, being allocated in there. But the reason why I'm doing this not only is for the savings, but also because what 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 I um, am trying to do is get my cost of living down. And on my rental property, I'm trying to get my cost down also. And it won't incur any uh, extra taxes because I have plenty of passive uh, loss carryovers that can uh, kind of um, take t- you know take away the tax hit on the on the rental property. So it's just to lower all my costs in general, make more uh, mm-hmm. income stream on my rental, and uh, lower my cost of living. That's what I'm trying. I think it's I think you're considering a very conservative and smart pursuit. Um, it doesn't sound like you're in over your head in a worst case scenario. Like if you were to lose a renter for a year, having that cash available is lovely. Um, I'm just trying to give you every negative to consider. I'm not trying to b- jump on your bandwagon and say you're g- genius. Do it. Um, if there's a natural disaster like an earthquake, having a home paid off is negative uh, because you're going to get 60 cents on the dollar. Um, I personally am at the point where I want to take money out of my property and buy another property, um, which, again, increases my risk profile, but I'm comfortable with it if I feel that I'm getting into a cash flow positive or cash flow neutral type of situation. Um, and thanks for the call. And a lot of what I do, and you're a great caller, a lot of what I try to do is play devil's advocate with you and let you ultimately decide. But you're very specific, and you've run your scenario, and it sounds like you're doing great. And I would consider what you're doing for sure, especially if that helps you sleep at night. Um, keep in mind that your mortgages doesn't affect your home's value. It'll go up or down without it being paid off or with it being paid off. A mortgage won't stop you from building equity in the house. Like I said, I tend to sell my house every 5 to 10 years and take 10% of the equity out and go ahead and buy another property or go ahead and buy like publicly traded REITs. I know you're saying you're, you tend to sell your house. Yeah, when you take money out of your home, you're selling. If I have a million dollar home, I take $100,000 out. I essentially just sold 100000 of it to my, and I'm taking that money and diversifying it elsewhere. Um, but again, it's totally up for you. You have to understand mortgage interest rates versus investment returns. You have to understand tax savings uh, versus capital gains. You have to understand the net cost versus the net profit. And keep in mind, mortgage payments tend to get easier over time if you're raising rents on people. So, genius question. And I, I love that you've done the math and you want you feel comfortable with it. So, do what you're comfortable with. Um, I think I gave you some things to think about, but you're pretty close. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220.
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So January is National Divorce Month. Divorces are expensive and they can financially ruin couples. I have a friend that's going through one who stated to me, toughest part is I'm going to be normal again. I said, normal? He goes, yeah, as a couple, we had a lot of money, but split up, I'll be normal. And uh, I was like, look at the bright side. You're healthy and good-looking dude, and it wasn't working. And you just try to, like, throw out support, but a lot of people, they get sad. So try to keep things as positive as possible, in my opinion, and remember that you once loved this person. And that's the best thing I can end afterwards. Spite them, get on tender, do whatever you want. But that process is its one where you got to keep your emotions inside. I bring that up because divorce is about money. Having kids is about money. Buying rental property is about money. Credit card debt is about money. Tax planning is about money. Not only can you increase your education to earn more, but you can save more. Or you could also figure out ways to not pay taxes legally so that you're not sending as much out as you have to or that you thought you did. Everything's about money. Life insurance, I've got term life insurance. I don't have whole life. I don't have variable life. My grandmother and grandfather uh, grew in, uh, aged in their 90s. When they died, do you think their kids or their kids' kids or their kids' kids needed the money? No. Grandpa and grandpa had a farm. Grandpa and grandpa had an oil well. Grandpa and grandma um, had savings. You know, the biggest fear when they died was not, you know, how much inheritance is there, but when you're going through that very slow waiting to die kind of phase, um, is what happens if like a telemarketer gets a hold of them or they decide to give all that money to their church, which is, you know, a great endeavor. But it needs to be done smartly and intelligently and not, well, I think he's a wonderful guy because he comes and visits me and you don't. Um, I've seen it happen. So uh, everything's about money to me. So jobs is about money. Um, I've got a family member who's been out of work for three plus years. Do you think he's going to retire with any dignity or do you think he's going to work till the day he dies? Uh, you only work from age 20 to 60 in theory. That's one of my premises of this show. You work from 20 to 60, then you live off it from 60 to 100. That's one of the reasons uh, I do this show. So I think a will and a trust is super important. Uh, my dad had his had a heart attack at age 53. I'm pretty close to that. I'm not that close. Five to ten years out. But... You know, I I don't sleep terribly well. I carry a little extra weight. I like scotch. Um, so I got to start thinking, you know, my heart attack might be ding, 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 right around the corner. And when he had a heart attack, they found cancer in his lungs, which was kind of a blessing in disguise because uh, it gave him, you know, five years after that until the day he was dead. Um, so my dad died at 58. Seems a little too early, doesn't it? Does to me. Um, and he wasn't the best guy, but I did learn from him. I learned some positives and negatives. 
And I think uh, that's something we all have to try to do. So college planning, I think if you have a kid, you should try to do the best you can to get them into college. I don't think he has to go to a four-year school. Um, I think, you know, two years at a community college, two years at a four-year school is great. Um, it's kind of taking baby steps in. And I love the four-year college experience. Um, my roommate was a guy named Mike Tyson. I know you're saying Mike Tyson was your roommate. The heavyweight champion of the world. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, this guy was the heavyweight chain smoker of the world. And he was filthy dirty. And he smelled. And he changed his sheets once a semester. On the last day of the semester, he would take it, take them home. Uh, it was pretty bad. With that said, it was also a great eye-opener. You know, you got to see how someone else grew up. And you got to see how their parents treated them. And you got to see a lot of good things. Um, he wanted to go into golf course management. I wanted to go into business. And uh, I was like, why would you? We'd have conversations about golf course management and what he loved to do. Some people are able to do that. I feel that I'm doing what I love. Um, and I don't really want to leave it. At some point in time, I plan to. Because there will be a smaller, cheaper, faster Rob Black out there. A Rob Black 2.0. Um, but I'm here for as long as you'll have me. And uh, thank you for all of that. Don't forget, you can always come out to some of my events. Um, got one coming up. You can learn more at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Um, you know, I wrote a book, and one of the books, one of the chapters, and I had to change the title of the book because the title of the book was Susie Orman is the Devil and 99 Other Things You Need to Know. And the lawyers for the, the publishing company said, you can't say that Susie Orman's the devil. You can't prove that. And I said, can I call it Susie Orman is like the devil and 99 other things you need to know? And they're like, you could do that. And then I thought about it, and it's a pretty jerkish thing. Now, why did I w- want to call her the devil? Because I think the devil, when I was in college, I learned that the devil promises you things, right? Here's an apple. Eat it. Or, uh, you know, all that Puritan literature uh, where the person would stray out in the woods into the night and uh, see a shadowy figure who promises them wealth or uh, great wonders of the world and all they have to do is give up their soul. Um, I think Susie Orman's horrible. I think she pushes a lot of products that you don't need. The one that makes me vomit the most is the credit repair kit. Where if you want to learn how to improve your credit, Google how to improve my credit. Don't pay $99 to get basically Google results. And I know you're saying that's pretty harsh, but some people need that $99. Some people need that hand-holding. And if you do need that hand-holding, I suggest you get in line for the Darwinian wood chipper that I'm setting up. Um, Trump's got his fence. I've got my Darwinian wood chipper. And uh, climb aboard is my advice to you there. So, you know, playing with this a little bit more, um, I want you to be careful because sometimes there's gurus out there, and I think they're uh, false gurus and false Buddhas. And I think Susie Orman's great on one level. She gets people just talking about money. But when she says things like, girlfriend, and she went away. She used to be on CNBC all the time, and she's gone. But people would call up and say, Susie, Suze, not even Susie, Suze, S-U-Z-E is not Suze, and S-U-Z-E is not a thing. 
but people would call up and go, Sue. Women would call up and say, Sue, um, I really want a $45,000 watch. I've had two kids. My husband doesn't appreciate me, so I'm going to get that watch. And she goes, girlfriend, you can't afford that. And uh, I just don't like when incredibly white people try to steal an inflection from others. Uh, use your culture, don't steal from other cultures, is my advice. Uh, but I won't get too far into that, because it makes me sound like I've got a chip on my shoulder, and I don't. Um, I just find that she's got some really poor financial advice. A couple other things that I want to hit. Um, I think the Wall Street Journal is a great source of information. I think the New York Times is lovely, the Washington Post. Uh, the more you educate yourself, the more you educate yourself. I was talking with, I'm going to go talk to some teachers next month, or in March rather, the new teachers. And there's an organization that helps new teachers learn things, like learn how to support your the uh, student's parents learn how to support the student. <coughs> you get the idea. Um, but one of the things they do is they, she's like, can I pay you to come down? I'm like, I don't, I'll work for free. Um, I love what I do. But she was real cute because she's like, she listens to the show and you know she had nothing but nice things to say. And um, I think she's got the coolest job. She thinks I've got the coolest job. But like that is something we need to educate our teachers on, and especially if you're a parent of a kid who's finishing college or going to school now to become a teacher, is that a lot of times teachers will get their financial advice from the lunchroom, where literally um, their their income has uh, a pension. It's not the greatest pension in the world. It's not bad. But then you have to supplement it with your own 403B. And these teachers are coming out of college with twenty thousand dollars in debt, and they're hearing people like me say, "You got to invest fifteen percent." They're like, "That's crazy! I can't do that." So I'm gonna say, "Invest two percent," and the next year do three percent, and the next year after that do four percent. But what's horrible about that is they get a lot of advice from people who bring pizzas to the lunchroom, and it could be an insurance guy who signs you up for a a regular annuity, and every time you throw in a hundred bucks, he gets nine bucks, or his company does. So he brings pizzas to the lunchroom, and you know, who doesn't like free pizza when you've got twenty thousand dollars of student debt? Oh, and he happens to be really good looking. Um, be careful. We're giving horrible advice to our teachers, or we're letting them get preyed upon. Anyway, I'm Rob Black. I'm all over the place. You can find me at Rob Black Show. Got an event coming up. Sign up for it at Rob Black Show. Um, it's $25 typically, but if you use the code retire123, get in for free. about retirement planning when the stock market is soaring to record highs. But it's a marathon, not a sprint. To win the race, you need to take the right steps along the way. Learn winning strategies from me, Rob Black, and certified financial planner, Chad Burton, at an educational lunch event in Berkeley on February 9th. We'll cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio and break down the 2017 market outlook. You'll also learn how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to minimize tax and retirement, social security strategies, and more. 
and get estate planning tips for 2017 from attorney Michelle Lerman. That's Thursday, February 9th, 11 a.m. lunch at the Berkeley Marina Doubletree. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com for just $25 or free for KDOW listeners using the promo code RETIRE123. Hope to see you Thursday, February 9th. Once again, sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Free for KDOW listeners using promo code RETIRE123. I'll be the driver. You put your feet up in the getaway car. I'm flying fast like a wanted man. I want you, baby, like you can't understand. Oh, love on the weekend. Love on the weekend. We found a message in a bottle we were drinking. Love on the weekend. Love on the weekend. I hate your guts because I'm loving every minute. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So it's time to fire up the Darwinian wood chipper. Just have a dart. If you bought a 3D TV, get in line. Is that fair? Basically, 3D TVs now are dead. They're officially, you are a fool if you got into it. Something the consumer electronics industry tries to do is push, you know, new technology. A lot of times, way before their time. 3D TV was pushed way before its time, and it was right after the movie Avatar, and people got really super excited. And that's product. And I want you to see that a lot of what I talk about is theory, you know, retirement. Um, Saving for retirement, um, real estate, rental properties, things along those lines, uh, insurance, uh, cost of children. But I also want you to look at things as products. So Intel makes semiconductors, right? NVIDIA makes 3D semiconductors. And right now, the, there's a big talk about virtual reality and augmented reality. Um, a couple of years ago, we had Google Glass and the augmented reality that they would present to you while you were wearing these glasses, um, which kind of were a little bit on the silly side, and again, ahead of its time. Doesn't mean we won't get there, but we're still waiting. The last two TV makers to build 3D functional functionality in their site sets, LG and Sony, will not build any new sets this year that can show 3D movies or TV shows. Um, so I had a friend, and she's a very beautiful woman, and uh, two years ago she's on Tender and. She was playing it up, you know. Uh, I went on five dates in three days. And I'm like, yeah, those aren't exactly the type of guys you want. You kind of want the guys who after three weeks still want to see you, not after three hours. Um, but one guy invited her into her apartment to show her his 3D TV. And I thought that was kind of lame. <laughs> I don't know if you're with me or against me. Look, guys, we do whatever we can to in pursuit of love, and I get it. But, hey, baby, you want to come up to my apartment to see my 3D TV? Oof, not the best way to go. I'm not kidding you. So, there's a company called Diageo, which does a lot of alcohol. So, they do a lot of scotches, they do a lot of uh, whiskeys, they do a lot of wines, a lot lot of distilled... Start drinking heavily. Um, in 2013 and 2014, the number of bottles of scotch sold globally fell. 
Um, in 2015, they were flat. This year, they're starting to pick up. So the Scotch hangover is over. Um, now, Scottish whiskey portfolio is typically dominated by Johnny Walker brand, and it's up about 6% year over year. Scotchy, scotch, scotch, my belly, belly, belly. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm. So, I'm bringing this up because Latin America, Africa, um, the Middle East, Europe, China, uh, millennials in the United States, they all play a role in success or failure of products, right? So by far the single most important country for scotch is the U.S. American importers buy roughly a fifth of all scotch exports. Uh, despite having a lot of the qualities millennial consumers find attractive, it's pretty easy for advertisers to weave a yarn about combining craft and heritage and beautiful locations in the Scottish Highlands. Um, so we're heavily marketed to. And there's a perception, you know, uh, versus reality type of scenario. Anyway, I'm changing the topic. Um, scotch on the way up right now. So do you buy Diageo? I don't know. You may say, I don't want, you know, alcohol in my portfolio. Alcohol ruins lives. Um, I get it. Uh, you could say Boeing. I want Boeing. And I'm, you're like, they make airplanes. I like airplanes. And I go, do you know how much pollution airplanes kick out? And do you know that Boeing makes missiles and they're going to see a defense order pick up under the Trump administration? You're like, well, maybe I'll buy that alcohol company after all. <clears throat> so since Trump has been sworn into office, $2.2 trillion has been added to the stock markets in the United States. Um, a lot of wealth for people who have exposure to stocks. Me, 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 me. But for those who don't, it kind of stinks. Max out your 401k, your 403b if you can, and if you have that exposure, start there. Um, a lot of what we're seeing, if we do get that one-time tax cut, no, no, not one-time, if we get tax cuts, uh, income tax rolled back, if we get tax incentives for companies to repatriate money that's overseas, if we get an infrastructure bill, if we get a lot of the the projects that are out there being, you know, uh, ballooned, uh, trial ballooned up to see if, you know, how much we can, can and can't get done, uh, you're going to see that lead to some inflation. And that inflation will lead the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates. And typically, history kind of shows you that the Federal Reserve causes a lot of recessions by raising interest rates. It slows economies. Um Throwing that out there for you. You know there's a bag of Doritos now that will test how drunk you are? Not how drunk you are, but whether you've been drinking or not. I love the idea. So, Sunday, we're watching the Super Bowl together. You and me. You're in your Patriots gear, and I'm in my loser Green Bay Packer clothes. I don't even have a jersey, because I think grown men who wear jerseys, there's something really, really wrong with them. But I do have a onesie Green Bay Packer Um um, pajama set. So it's really, really cute. But Tostitos, um, they may not be advertising this year's Super Bowl, but it's going to have a presence at the big game. So they're trying to raise awareness in Mothers Against Drunk Driving and Uber, and they've created, uh, the three of them, an alcohol sensor bag, which are special Tostitos bags that can tell if you've been drinking while you're watching the Patriots and Falcons. I think it's kind of cool. Um, we want those in cars down the road for our kids and our teenagers. You know, you, we don't want our teenagers to drink and drive. Um, but as nifty as it sounds, don't look for it at your local grocery. The bags won't be sold to the public. 
Um, but you can get your hands on them in a cute way if you try. Anyway, uh, I'm Rob Black. You can find me at robblackshow.com. I've got an event coming up. You can learn more. We're at Rob Black Show. And don't forget, the entry code for free is retire123. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.